this room anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous one to show. Got the cameras on Now everybody wants to walk in. Y'all want to do this over? All right. Started from the top, bro. What are you doing here? Uh, working. <laughs> started from the top. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday. Today is also National Chinese Almond Cookie Day. Wow. What did that mean? I guess a Chinese almond cookies. I used to love those growing up. Have you ever had one? Yeah. I said I just said I used to love them growing up. I'm saying. So where do they sell them at? Just regular stores. It's like a cookie and it has one little piece of almond in the middle. That sounds trash. It's that. They taste delicious. I'm going to be honest with you. Why didn't you bring some in today? I didn't know. Oh. It's today, also National Unicorn Day. Today is National Unicorn Day. Drop one of the clues bombs for all the unicorns out there. Literally and figuratively, I do think that unicorns are something that used to exist at one point in time. Mm-hmm. But I think they're extinct now. But they still exist within the uh, realm of human possibility for everybody who feels like they don't quite fit in or they stand out. They're unicorns. Isn't Tiffany Haddish a unicorn? She is the last black unicorn. Mm. Yes, she is. All right. Well, yesterday I went to go see this artist perform, Pink Sweat. Have you heard of him? Never Pink heard of Sweats. him. Pink uh, Sweats. He had a sold-out show in New York, and then um, Ayanis was opening for him, so I went to that performance last night. She's another artist. That's, uh, I think they're both signed to Atlantic Records because I saw some Atlantic executives in the building. Oh, so okay. I assume that they're signed to that label. So that means that we'll be getting paid to promote them soon? Don't say that. Oh, what does that mean? But yeah, shout out to them. Uh, really talented artists, so it was nice to... I don't go out like that unless I have to. Pink Sweats? Yeah, Pink Sweats. Is that a group you were actually, one person? It's one person. You would like him. That sounds like he's putting himself in a box, though, because it sounds like he got to wear pink sweatpants for the rest of his life. He actually does. See what I'm saying? He had on Pink Sweats last yeah, night. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're putting yourself in a box early <laughs> by calling yourself Pink Sweats. They love him. He's very emotional, too, when you hear him. He's like... He's a singer. What kind of emotional? Like whiny or like, you No, know? not whiny. He could really sing. Oh, okay. And they knew all the words to his songs right. in the audience. I think, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, he must be from Philly. No, I don't want no emotion. I'm, 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 I've been tired of being like kind of sad and depressed for the past week. Showing emotion doesn't mean sad and depressed. Yes, but my emotions over the past week have been like kind of depressed and sad because of what you. happened to, uh, to Nipsey? Mr. Nipsey Hustle. Yes. It feels unreal still. It like, still feels unreal. Especially I feel like... The funeral is on Thursday. Yes, and when I saw that flyer, I was like, man, it was definitely a glitch in the Matrix. I do believe everything happens for a reason, but I am finding uh, finding it very difficult to find what the reason is for this one. Right. You know? Because you just so, don't want to chalk it up to evil and just chalk it up to ignorance. You're like, man, this really feels like there was a glitch in the Matrix. Like, somebody up above was uh, sleeping at the wheel for just a split second. It's hard to even know what to say in this situation, like how to express yourself, so... Absolutely. But, but I mean, that's what feelings are, though. That's the beauty of, like, going to therapy. Because you don't have to have the, 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 the words for anything right now. You know, you just feel what you feel, and you work through what you're feeling. That's it. 
Nothing more, nothing less. Hey, guys, what you guys talking about? Feelings. No. Uh, Feelings. How you feeling? Yeah, you want a hug? The light skin person walked in right on time. You want a hug? I'll take one in a second. Let me have my green tea first. Oh, okay. And then I'll hug you. Now, right. what do we have planned for the day, guys? Orion Sirhan will be joining us, of course, for Million Dollar Listing New York, one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. And I love the real estate thing, and watching him in action is always amazing. Okay. What else did you guys talk about? Did you talk about, um, well, I'll talk to you behind and the scenes about that. we got front page news, right? About what? I'll talk to you behind the scenes. Behind the scenes? I don't know if y'all spoke about it yet. Did, did you talk about the phone call you got yesterday, or you didn't talk about it? What phone call did I get yesterday? I never mind. Front page news, what I we talk about? I uh, We are going to talk about Cory Booker versus Charlamagne. He loves Charlamagne, and he wants a hug. I'll hug Corey. Why wouldn't I hug Corey Booker? Exactly. Okay. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yeezy? Well, first of all, let's start off with Cory Booker. He has announced that he will take the lead in the Senate on a proposal that would have a commission to study possible reparations. Now, that commission would want to remedy discrimination, generations worth of discrimination, because of overt policies fueled by white supremacy and racism that have oppressed African Americans economically for generations. Okay. Now... Cory Booker, in particular, addressed Charlemagne because Charlemagne had some things to say about Cory Booker not really having an answer about reparations. I love Charlemagne. I'm not sure for a guy who lives in a black and brown community who's been dealing with issues of race all my life, whose policies are targeted to trying to deal with racial injustice. So I, I'm not sure exactly where that comes from. But so much of the work of my career has been trying to balance those scales and empower African-American communities. We have a majority black city in Newark. Yeah. So. So I guess the point is, we have a lot of work to do, and I'm one of those people who is getting it done. But that was, it wasn't because of reparations. When I was on Aaron Burnett's show uh, last week on CNN, Aaron asked me what candidate was the most uncomfortable talking about race, and I said Cory Booker, and that's because when he was here on The Breakfast Club, he didn't have an answer for my do you have a black agenda question. But what I did he say? What was rising his answer? tide lifts all boats. Yeah, and, you know, like, we're tired of hearing that rising tide lifts all boats rhetoric. Like, mm-hmm. that's so cliche and such a talking point, and we know black people's boat has a hole in it, so like our, he, he our boat to, doesn't rise when the tide does. He talked a lot about the baby bonds proposal that he had that would give each child a savings account with money added annually that was based on every your baby though, right? But that's not, yeah, that's not specific. Did y'all ask him about uh, reparations for African-American people? Did y'all ask him about that when he was here? You weren't there? I wasn't there. No, no, I wasn't there. Oh. Um, I don't think, I, I don't, don't know. Remember. I think we might have. I don't recall. Mm, I'm not probably. sure. He kind of ducked it. But I, I, will, like I will say that, uh, you know, um, that if that if that's Corey's response mm-hmm. to me saying he's uncomfortable talking about race, which is him trying to pass reparations to the Senate, I'm fine with that. Mm. I don't know if this is something that's been in the works or is this something that he's doing now? I'm sure he would have said it before when he was up here if it had been in the works. I mean, you never know. All right, I'm now. I'm sure we'll see him again up here. Let's talk about these uh, these minimum prison sentences for the people who were paying money to get their kids into the schools of their choice, into USC. Lori Lachlan and her husband are facing two years minimum if they take a plea deal to get they paid all this money really? bribes to get their daughters into USC. Yes. <laughs> they are definitely trying to put them in jail. Okay. I'm not mad at that. They and allegedly paid $500,000 to bribe the crew coach, and the amount raises the minimum prison sentence in a plea deal to a range of two to two and a half years. It's the amount of money. That's in California, that right? Yeah. So. They won't get no time. Listen, I love diversity. They, they're trying to give them a minimum prison sentence if they take a plea deal. That's definitely time. You know, you remember the game got locked up for having a gun charge, and he had to serve like a week and only did one day because the, the prison system was so crazy in L.A.? Listen, I love... They have a death service I, I love diversity in my dysfunctional celebrities. So the fact that it's some potential white celebrities going to jail, I think that's great. 
Black, right. black celebrities been going to jail all year. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as Felicity Huffman uh, and other parents, depending on how much money they spent, she spent fifteen thousand dollars to a fake charity that was associated with Rick Singer to facilitate facilitate cheating for her daughter on the SATs. She's facing up to twenty years in prison, but whatever she gets if she takes a plea deal will be on the low end of the sentencing range, probably about. Uh, fine and 12 months of supervised release. That's crazy. You can pay people to do your kids' homework, but you can't pay nobody to do your time. <laughs> yeah, nothing you can do about that unless you have a twin or something like that. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Now, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Uh, maybe you had a bad night. Maybe your team didn't win last night. Now, uh, Virginia beat Texas, uh, what, 85-77? And they won the nationals, uh, the men's national championship. So whatever it may be, get it off your chest. Or if you want to spread some positivity, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Who put this shit together? I'm the glue. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Mark, hello. Yeah, good morning. How are you guys doing? What's up, Mark? Get it off your chest. How much? Uh, kind of want. I know you guys don't really want to touch on it too much, but uh, hey. the whole Kodak Black issue, man, that's a sensitive issue for him to be touching on, man. That that soon. I don't. I don't think that's right. I understand what Charlamagne was saying about, you know, kind of playing the same role with everyone, the way everyone talks about uh, females and songs and stuff. But when dude can't defend himself or, you know, his his wife or girlfriend. I don't think that was right, man. I think that definitely doing the right thing by taking his music off the radio, maybe that kind of showing that wasn't correct, but man, it's, it's a tough situation. So a situation to touch on right away. We never said, I never said Kodak Black was right. He did no, get he, donkey yeah, he's today. Wrong. He's definitely wrong for <laughs> I mean, that. He definitely got donkey today. The, the same energy, uh, you know, like the game, you was talking about speaking with other uh, people's wives and stuff like that. Like I, that's, you know, Kanye West, he could defend Kim Kardashian, uh, Nipsey can't defend anybody. No, I I, 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 I agree Thank with you. that. But you know what I mean? I feel like respect is respect, whether a person is alive or dead. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up, DJ Invade? It's Matt from Atlanta. Hey, Matt from Atlanta. What's going on? Oh, not much. I was just letting you guys know. I had called in um, two months ago because I was letting you guys know I had gotten a real estate class and I was uh, taking the test and everything. What's up, uh, Charlamagne guy, Angela Yee? What's My up? My brother, how Matt, are you? Matt Lana. Did you pass the exam? Well, I didn't pass the exam. Oh, and dang. there's a reason for that. That's what it's like. When you take the class, you definitely <laughs> learn all the information. You get more than more than enough. Right. But it's, it's like when you take the test, they put all the hard questions that, like, didn't even really come in the class, you know what I'm saying? And they put those questions on it, mainly laws and, you know what I'm saying, certain math problems. It's like a lot of math that goes in with, you know what I'm saying, when you're dealing with real estate. And sometimes you got to, most times you got to go buy the books and you're reading the test. But it's just real, real difficult. Are you going to take it again? My, of course. Um, I got a year before I can go back and take the next one. but. Right. I'm already in the process of, I'm gonna be taking it next month. I got a whole little schedule set out because, you know what I'm saying, once I, once, once I got out of the class, life hit again. So, pretty much I just had to keep maintaining, keep doing good, and everything's pretty much been straight from since then. Okay. Well, I'm doing, you know, I'm doing a real estate seminar in Atlanta on the 27th. Oh, for real? On the 27th? Where exactly? Um, I'll tell you exactly what that's going to be, man. If you want to go, I'll pay for your ticket, man, because you just paid for the real estate exam. You failed, so I'll pay for your ticket to go for this. Hey, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, I, I, I can I can hit you up on Instagram. No, no, just hold on, hold on. Just, just hold on, man. Hold on. You're Don't still a winner. Yeah, hold on, all right? Okay. My all goodness. Right. 
Okay. Not Why is he right okay now? like that? I don't know. Why he just all of a sudden <laughs> turned into a little gay man? Okay. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is your boy, King, from Miami. What's up, man? Hey, what King, up, what's King? up, man? How get it you? off your chest, King. Nothing much, man. Glad to be, appreciate y'all taking the line, man. Let's see y'all every single day. First of all, I'm going to say uh, shout out to Nip Hustle, man, and uh, Peace to Crenshaw, man. Hopefully they can make it through this. R.I.P. to Nip. Yes, sir. So I do uh, I listen to y'all every day, so I do got something to say, man. This is not one of those shoot your shot moments, though, but uh, I listen to y'all every day, and um, my man, uh, Ye always talking. She got some nice things to say. Smart, beautiful female, but uh, y'all cut her off a lot, man. Every time she got something to say, man, y'all cutting her off, bro. What's up with that? Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for standing up for okay. me. I appreciate. I appreciate you. What's up, man? I, I disrespect. I said okay. Like we all got things okay. that we do sometimes that get in the way of what we're doing. Like it happens. What do you want us to do? It's three people uh, in the room. There's three people in the room, but she also part of the team, bro. Let her get the ball sometime. Let her, let her shoot the shot, Kobe. Whoa! All right, kid. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet that he called up to defend me. There you go. Tracy. Hello? Hey, Tracy. Get it off your chest, Tracy. Uh, yeah, um, Charlamagne made a comment about God was sleeping at the wheel. You know what? God gave us a gift of free will. And even though it hurts him to let us exercise it because we're a bunch of dumb idiots on this earth, some of us have some of the intelligence that God gave us. He never sleeps at the wheel. People hey, hey. to do what they want to do. And God's allows it to happen yeah. because that's what the gift of free will is about. I didn't say God. Let's be clear. That's the all problem. Y'all always putting the word to do about. Someone sleeps at the wheel. Who else are you talking about? I said somebody up above. I said somebody up above. I don't know who's up there. That's why I said somebody up above. If I if I meant God, I'd have said God. Then then if you don't if you don't believe that this God is up above, what are you a uh, uh, new ager? Zoroastrian no, to I, I, I believe in God, but I'm just not gonna put that on God. So I said somebody oh. up above. You, it, it could be angels up there as well. That are our ancestors guiding over us, watching over us. What are you talking about, Darrell? Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Darrell? Get it off your chest. I'm mad that the Nipsey Hussle incident. Everybody running around saying that the government did it instead of using common sense. They're using common stupidity. You know what I'm saying? Like Nipsey Hussle was a street dude. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows that. So if he had any type of problem, beef, whatever with anybody, that man, when that happened, was unarmed, was minding his business, in front of his store, living his life. Don't you think if he had any type of incident, he would have had some type of protection or somebody around him would have had protection? You know what I'm saying? Well, that, that lets you know he wasn't a typical street dude because he wasn't watching yeah. it. He wasn't watching his back because he didn't feel the need to. He knew his heart was right. pure. That, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like everybody knows he's a street dude. Like he knows if he had any problem. You know what I'm saying? He gave that up. You know, his past is his past. He turned to you know the tables. He wanted to do good. He was doing good for his community, himself, and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everybody running around saying the government did it. Yeah, he wasn't a typical street Thank dude. You, he was a dude from the street who was doing positive things in the streets from which he came. That's what he was. Jermaine. Hey, good morning, y'all. How y'all doing this morning? Good morning, Jermaine. Jermaine out of Atlanta. Get it off your chest. Um, I just want to get off my chest. I had uh, I was in Orlando last week at a wholesaler convention with my wife for the first time, and I just want to shout her out for holding me down during that thing. 
and making some things happen with me and just able to see me through my business firsthand for the first time. It was a good experience for the both of us. Okay. So I just want to shout her out for holding me down. Oh, that's and sweet. I want, let it, I want to let everybody know to uh, add us. We Barmaid Vodka, B-O-M-A-D-E, Vodka, and we're growing every day, and I appreciate y'all. Love the show. Big fan. Okay, well, congratulations. my guy, man, Bombay Vodka. I got some Bombay Vodka. Bombay. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Takashi 69 Remember him? Well, he might be getting out of jail earlier than expected, like really, really soon. Now, if he gets out of jail, (laughs) what does that mean for Charlemagne? That don't mean nothing. I know. Charlemagne... was figuratively speaking. <laughs> but y'all know that, but you know, whatever. Let's, let's, the joke is the joke. Let's go. All right, well. First stop. Rumors on the way when we come back. is <laughs> The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Kashi. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Takashi69 might be getting out of jail a lot sooner than everyone believes. There's several other defendants that are tied to his case who are scheduled to go to trial this September. They're hoping that everybody takes some deals because some people have already taken deals. Uh, his former manager has already pled guilty in their federal racketeering cases. So if they do strike plea deals and the trial is called off, then they're going to ask for the judge to give him time served. And if the judge says yes to that, then he'll end up being released right then. Well, this is what he's hoping for. That's what he's hoping for. That's what I think is going to happen. I think it's going to happen. I think he's going to get time served. He's telling on, allegedly telling on so many different people and the fact that he's giving up so many people, he's yeah, probably going to get time served. Yeah, but it's a lot that goes into that potentially happening. His fate depends on what everybody else does. If everybody else doesn't cop pleas and cop deals, then no. Well, he's facing 47 years to life in prison, so imagine everything goes how he hopes it goes. And, and who says the judge going to give him time, sir? What if the judge say, nope, take this 7 to 10? Well, it can. I mean, but I'm sure the prosecution will suggest, but the fact that they're copping all these pleas are probably because he's talking and they know that he has the information against him, so they have to cop those pleas. And I think when he comes out, he's going to do music, and I think a lot of his core, the people that listen to him, is not even going to care. It's not even going to care. I don't even think they're going to care. If the music is good, they'll still like it. I think they definitely will. You got to think who listens to Takashi a lot. There's a lot of suburbia kids that that really love him, and I don't think they're going to care about that. He's home. It mm, might be a big party. No, but it's going to be it's going to be bad for him out here. In the it street, is going to be though. bad for him, but I, I think his core. Would DJs play it? MB? Um, that's a good question. I don't think so. I don't think a lot of DJs are playing his music now. Mm. I don't think a lot of DJs are playing his music now, and and, and where I DJ, I, I, they don't want to hear his music. So, uh, you know, it's going to be difficult for him. It's going to be difficult for the young man. All right, now let's talk about Ja Rule and Irv Gotti. According to the Jasmine brand, they are going to be on Growing Up Hip Hop New York. So that is going to premiere um, pretty soon, actually. So must-see TV. Look forward to seeing them on Anytime there. Irv Gotti and Ja Rule are anywhere on your TV screen, it's must-see TV, damn it. And both of them had reality shows previously as well yes, with sir. their yep. families. Irv Gotti had a reality show and Gotti's Ja way. did. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, now, Nipsey Hussle, let's talk about his memorial service. Now, there's all kinds of rules on how you can go to that memorial service, which is going to be on Thursday from 10 to noon at the Staples Center in L.A. For free tickets, the tickets are free, 
And additional information, you just have to go to staplescenter.com slash Nipsey Hustle. I heard it was just for L.A. residents. Yes, yeah, so you have LA to people. be an L.A. resident, and you have four maximum for each household that you can get. Now, when you show up, all four people have to show up together with their tickets in hand. Everyone has to go through metal detector screenings and bag screenings. You can't bring a backpack. No recording devices, no cameras. There will be non-alcoholic beverages and light snacks available as well. I'm not mad at that. Keep it L.A. Keep it West Coast. The people who really loved and adored Nipsey since day one with the Bullets Ain't Got No Name mixtape. I'm sure there's a lot of people outside of L.A. that really roll for Nipsey and really supported him, though, as well. But, you know, it's just... Not like L.A. It's just really sad that it's even happening. Yeah, not like L.A. And you're lying to yourself if you think otherwise. That man was everything that L.A. was about. Well, Thursday would definitely be a tough day again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I right, still feel like it's a glitch in the matrix. It don't feel real at all. In the meantime, T.I. has scrubbed Kodak Black from his Trap Music Museum. He had the Trap Music Museum in Atlanta. You guys went to it? No, I didn't I go to it. I did have the opportunity to go to the museum, and he did have his own art installation there. So now, because of everything that Kodak Black has had to say about Lauren London and about Nipsey's passing, T.I. has removed all all signs of Kodak Black from that museum. Well, you can't tell people how to react. You know, everything you say and do has consequences. So if that's how T.I. feels, it's his museum. He can do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's his but personal museum. He it, can do whatever he wants. Is there such thing as redemption, though? Like, what happens? Like, what would get him uh, posted back up in the museum? Uh, I couldn't answer that. Mm. Only T.I. could answer that and Kodak. And let's see if Kodak's willing to do that. Mm-hmm. All right, Jim Jones is launching a consulting firm for artists. He's a new venture, and he wants to help people out because he has his own years of experience in the music industry. Now, he posted on his social media that he has helped numerous artists take their careers to the next level. He said, with all the knowledge I've acquired over the years of being successful in this industry, with all the artists I've helped put in positions to make their dreams come true as far as being a rapper and making more money than they thought they ever would, all the labels I've helped consulted or even worked as an executive at, all the free game I gave to artists, execs, producers who wanted to be in this game, all the barriers I broke by taking a risk where there's no risk, there's no reward, all the obstacles I've overcame in my years of being here and able to still be relevant how to keep the money after you make it just a few of the many traits I've gained throughout my career so I'm now starting my own consulting firm stay tuned for more details this is what I really love to do help others make it count if you really know Jim and been following Jim his whole career that makes a lot of sense because Jim Jones was behind a lot of promo and marketing campaigns Mm -hmm. uh, directing videos he could be a stylist he had his own play Yes. Remember I, that play he had? I would pay. He I would also pay had Jones. an office. I remember when I used to go up to Atlantic, he had an office in At that Warner building. Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Warner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, make, that makes too much sense. Yeah, I would pay Jim Jones. I mean, what he's done with the diplomats and, and how he branched off, went independent, saved Koch slash E1's uh, labeled and left there and went to a major label and all his success. I would he definitely really pay Jim Jones. He really started loving hip-hop. And he started yeah, loving hip-hop. Yeah. And he can tell you the weather now. Drop on the clues bombs for Jim Jones. And he can tell you the weather now. That is the type of, you know what? That's the type of consultant everybody needs, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Okay? Jim can do it all. I don't know what his fee is, but I would pay Jim Jones Jim if I was an can, artist. Jim, Absolutely. Jim can do it all. Very creative individual. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Front You're page welcome, news. fam. You got something for me? No. Oh. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, let's talk about two college students. They are saying scammed Apple out of almost a million dollars. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Celebrate 25 years of moving the culture forward at the 2019 Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola, July 4th through the 7th in New Orleans. Featuring performances by Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Nas, her among 50 more. Register for free events and buy tickets at EssenceFestival.com. 
Who didn't pay the bill? Oh, boy. Who didn't pay the bill here at the Breakfast Club? Why do we keep going in and out in various markets? Mm. Somebody didn't pay the bill. I just uh, played my bill yesterday. Our, our lights keep flickering my on AT&T and off. bill. So if we keep going in and out in your market, it's because the bill uh, wasn't paid. Well, we're paying it right now. We're on hold. But all right, let's get in some front Please, page news. Please, just pay news. the pass to them out. <laughs> what are we talking about, you? Uh, let's talk about two college students in Oregon. They were allegedly scamming Apple using counterfeit iPhones. So what they would do is they were importing thousands of counterfeit iPhones from abroad, and then they would trade them in and get the real Apple phone. So, according to these documents, Yang Yang Zhao and Quan Jiang are being accused of scamming them. What they would do is uh, they would get the knockoff versions from China. Then they would file a warranty claim with Apple saying that there was no power, wired charging issues. The company would then send back a brand new phone. How many times did they do this? About 3,069 claims. Well, see, that's where they went. They messed up. So, 1,500 of those claims were rejected. 1,493 were approved. <laughs> That's what they messed up. They, they, they a, did it like 10 times, really maybe. It was cool. They made a million dollars on that. 3,000 times? Let me tell you something. They I, went too far. I, I hate to say it, but I don't have a problem when people do this to these big companies. Apple will be all right. They printing money over there. Okay, stuff like this doesn't bother me. We we, we crying over a, a million dollars. You know how much money Apple gets from us every day for nothing? Yeah, but well, them kids we're not crying, up. they're crying. Yeah, them kids going to get locked up now. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> that's like, that's what they, they found a way to manipulate the system. I'm not mad at them, especially with Apple. All right, now, Cory Booker, he was discussing, actually, a commission to study possible reparations. He is going to take the lead in the Senate on a proposal that would establish that commission. That commission would also seek to remedy generations' worth of discrimination. Now, he goes on to say this bill is a way of addressing head-on the persistence of racism. Here is Cory Booker. No, no audio. Oh, no audio? No. Well, he also uh, had some things to say about Charlemagne. We have that. As well. I love Charlemagne. I'm not sure for a guy who lives in a black and brown community who's been dealing with issues of race all my life, whose policies are targeted to trying to deal with racial injustice. So I, I'm not sure exactly where that comes from. But so much of the work of my career has been trying to balance those scales and empower African-American communities. We have a majority black city in Newark. Yeah. So I guess the point is, we have a lot of work to do, and I'm one of those people who is getting it done. Well, he was replying to me saying that um, uh, he's uncomfortable talking about issues of race, but I didn't necessarily say that. That's the question that I was asked on Aaron Burnett's show, and she asked me what candidate was the most uncomfortable talking about race, and I mm -hmm. said Cory Booker, and that's because when he was here on The Breakfast Club, he didn't have an answer for my do you have a black agenda question. Well, we have the audio. We have the audio. Yeah, that. we have that from The Breakfast Club. You have a specific agenda for these black people. I have a specific agenda for, for the American people, which which Includes uh, uplifting black people. Yeah, but, but, you know, but we, it's, it's, it's inseparable. Rising, they always say rising tide lift all boats. We don't really see that in our communities. Well, though. let me give you an example. I, I have a bill that got a lot of attention called Baby Bond. Every person born in America should have a, a, an account created for them. Thousands of dollars put in over time. And at the end, if you are low-income American, you have up to $50,000. And that addresses all Americans, but it actually helps the racial wealth gap in a significant way. Yeah, he said all Americans there. Yeah, see, when you when you ask uh, specifically, do you have a black agenda, you know, he ran another way. Mm -hmm. You think Bernie Diverted Sanders was more comfortable else. than Cory Booker was? Cory Booker, I mean, Bernie had a direct answer. <laughs> yeah, he was you know, like... For what his black agenda question was, so did Kamala Harris, so did Mayor Pete, you know? So, yeah. But I, but I will say, Cory was the first presidential candidate that came up here this year, and that was like in... February. Second, so, I thought. Second. First one was uh, Kamala. No, nah, Corey came before Kamala. You sure? Yes. I thought Kamala came Kamala first. Kamala came first. I wasn't here when Kamala, Kamala came Harris first. Came, it was me and you. Kamala came first. I was here first. when Cory yeah. Booker came. Kamala came first. Mm-hmm. 
Because that was the first so. interview you guys were doing, was talking yeah. about Kamala Harris. Kamala came first, he came no, after. I'm, I'm 100% positive Corey came You're first. You're wrong! Let's bet on it. You want to bet on it? Which you want to bet? bet on it? Which you want to bet? Corey came first. Now, the reason... Which you want to bet? Corey came first. But hey. Corey came first, and <laughs> <laughs> that was before the conversation about like reparations and a black agenda had been elevated. So he didn't really have an answer for what is the black agenda question. All right, nobody, so let's see. No, Kamala Harris came on February 11th. Mm-hmm. Let's see when Cory Booker was up here. I know Cory was first, but you know whatever. Charlamagne's just the monkey in the Lion King who just be talking. Don't I'm call Rafiki. yourself a monkey, bro. I'm Rafiki, so nobody listens to me. I'm crazy. Whatever. Let's see. Now nobody will admit when they're wrong, by the way. She's checking. I'm checking. Yeah, right, yeah, Cory Booker came February 5th. Yeah, I know. All right, you was right. I know. I usually am, but whatever. Oh, my goodness. You can't, even say, right? you can't even say you were You know what? Come give me a hug. I do need a hug. See that? Come give me a hug, man. Come give me a hug, man. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Hold on. Let me get my hug first. This is right. Get my, my hey, morning. I love you, brother. I love you, brother. I love you, brother. Drum, you want some of this? Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Come on. Bring it in. Bring it in, Drum. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You ain't gonna give the, the white camera guy a hug? No, no, uh, no. no. All right. Damn, everybody says the show keeps on glitching out. I don't know. Be fine. I'm just, somebody didn't pay the bill. Oh, my goodness. Somebody didn't pay the bill. We got a guest coming in. This is embarrassing. All right. Well, when we come back, from Million Dollar Listing New York, you know how much I love real estate. This Ryan show, I love this Sir show. Hans. Ryan Serhant will be joining us, so we'll kick it with him when we come back. All right, if you want to learn about real estate or get into the real estate game, I'm sure he'll help you out. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. You might know him from Million Dollar Listing New York mm-hmm. or even his new show, Sell It Like Serhant. Ryan Serhant. What's up? Welcome. Thanks for having me. Got a really nice suit on. Yeah. I can smell a mother effer with money. <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what does it smell like? See, I can tell. You got some bread on him. You got some bread on him? Not on him, but what you know. smell like? My favorite realtor is part of your Brooklyn team. Yeah. Sarah Golan. She actually sold me my house. No way, really? In Brooklyn, yes. Oh, wow. So she's one of my favorite people. Oh, so. we have to take a photo after and let her know. Kinda. 50 Cent was on Million Dollar Listing, and he <laughs> yeah. just sold his house. Yeah, finally. Right, for what was it? But he sold million? it to, like, himself, because no one would buy it. And I think he basically donated it to a charity. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. I was trying to figure that out, because they were saying he kept slashing the price, slashing yeah. the price. And then $3 million, I was like, that doesn't sound like much for that house. The house was just way too big. It was, like, the biggest house ever. You had to, like, get a tour guide to go through it. Mm-hmm. I think he said he bought it like right when his career started and he had all this money and he just wanted this kick-ass, insane house and then no one else wanted no it. No one wanted it. Yeah, did, no one wanted it. How does that work, though? What's the benefits of you buying back your own house? And I, think he, he, I think he gave it to his charity to use for like kids and stuff like that. Oh, so you write yeah. it off on taxes Yeah, or probably. Yeah. Now, how did you get into real estate? Uh, I was broke, man. I, I moved to New York City to act in 2006 when mm-hmm. I graduated college. I and can I see had, that. Yeah, and I had, I had like a little bit of money saved up from summer jobs working on the ranch in Colorado mm-hmm. um, where I just saved up money because I, I was a contractor's laborer and I wanted to act, I wanted to do theater and I thought it was going to be easy and it was not easy. <laughs> Couldn't make any money. I hand modeled for a little while. Let I held phones. I held phones for AT&T. Okay. Um, I was on like billboards holding phones literally in like little Nespresso capsules and like water dripping down my knuckles. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> was that profitable? It was 150 bucks an hour, man. That was the most money I ever made. Whoa, okay. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. What's the requirements for a hand model? You know, smooth, silky skin. Can't they just Photoshop that in? Anyway? You would think so. That's what I would say. They would like fly me to Miami to hold cell phones. <laughs> wow. This is like, they're real. This is my real life. Um, and I was like, there's nobody with hands in, in Miami. It's like, no, man, Ryan, you give the best hand. So I'm like, okay. 
cake guy. Hey, right, You got to do it to get your show. Exactly right. And then, but hand modeling doesn't doesn't pay the bills forever. And I didn't know what else to do, and I ran out of money. And a friend of mine was like, "Listen, it's beginning of 2008. Real estate's the greatest thing in the world. Post ads on Craigslist. Rent an apartment or two a month." You know, if you rent an apartment for $4,000 a month, your split when you're a new agent is 50-50. So take in $2,000, pay your rent, pay your bills, and then go do whatever you want with the rest of your day. And I was like, real estate brokers are the worst. I hate real estate brokers. I don't ever want to work in real estate. But I, I, it was either that or go home or mm-hmm. become a bartender or wait tables or do temp work. Oh, and then <laughs> Exactly. You know? <laughs> and so my, and my first day, I got my license and my first day was the day Lehman Brothers filed for bankruptcy in 2008, September 15th. And I just started from there and I got addicted to like meeting people on the street. My first clients were meeting pregnant women in Starbucks and on the street and telling them that they needed more space. Like you probably need more space. You're about to have a baby. And people would laugh and some people would say, get out of my face. But a few of them at the early part of my career were like, yes, we actually do. We were looking at two bedrooms or three bedrooms with my husband in Brooklyn or wow. Astoria. Do you have anything? And I'd be like, oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do have something. Mm-hmm. And then I'd show them things randomly. And some of those were my first clients. And I wow. became addicted with the idea that I could literally meet people on the street in New York City and build a career that way. And that's what I did. And now here I am 10 years later. How hard was it to give up on your dream? Because a lot of people, when they want to get in the... Hollywood, yeah. like, this, oh, this is my dream. And yeah, yeah, yeah. How hard was it to let that go to go do real And stuff? interestingly, you are yeah. in Hollywood still. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you, um, you know, I, for me, it was always, like, I chose success first. I think that life is super short, mm-hmm. and I wanted to just be good at what I was doing. And if acting wasn't it, I wasn't going to be one of those people who are like, woe is me, and complain, and say, oh, it didn't work out for me, and then be broke when I'm 50, or move back home with my parents. Right. So... It didn't work out those first two years. I ran out of money and I said, okay, maybe this isn't in the cards for me, mm-hmm. but I know how to work and I'm a hard worker and let me see what else happens. And then by putting acting to the side and getting into real estate, then as fate would have it, you know, a year later, literally, there was a casting notice for Million Dollar Listing New York uh, for Bravo because they were going to spin off the LA show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've been on camera before. Let me go there. And they were looking for the best realtors under 30 in New York City who sold the most. And I was doing like rental deals in Koreatown at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were like, so why should you be on the show? And I was like, because I'm just the best, baby. And they were like, wow, this guy's a total <laughs> We should totally cast him. And then I, I quickly it. had to become that guy. And that yeah. was... That's oh, so how when I you got first started, you weren't selling as much as you were selling. No, man, I was I was twenty. Uh, yeah, well, how old was I? I was twenty four. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. twenty four years old. I was renting apartments in Koreatown. I was doing sales in Long Island City. You know, taking the seven train every day, meeting literally meeting people on Craigslist, and then meeting them on the corner and showing them apartments and hoping to God they would pick one. That's how I started. That's how I got a million dollar listing, and then I just didn't take a day off for three years. Now, how hard is it for agents now? Because agents, you know, people watch million dollar listing, and it seems. Looking on TV, it seems easy. Yeah. But how hard yeah. is it for real- realtors now and people that's trying to get into the business? Dude, it's it's Seems like everybody's hard. an agent. Really? Yeah, man. There's, there's, I think in New York City, I think in total, there's something like 80,000 real estate agents now. Wow. And just about 11,000 homes will sell this year. So most real estate agents don't make money. I think the turnover for people that get into the business and then people who quit in the first year is like 82%. And wow. some people think you can do it part-time. It's really yeah. hard to do real estate part-time. I tried to do it part-time. Yeah, I try to. Because you have to show so many, like on average, how many times do you have to show somebody houses until they actually finally buy something? You're showing them between 10 and 20 homes over the course of a couple months. 
So, and it's not just that. That's a client who will only work with you. That's like mm-hmm. your grandma, mm-hmm. right? She's not going to screw you. She's not going to go to somebody else. The reason you have to work every single day is because most clients are on the internet all day. Right. They're looking at listings. They're talking to other brokers. Random kids are coming up to them in Starbucks <laughs> telling them they need more space. Right, and they're like, right, okay, right. I'll work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to be very, very relentless and you got to hustle all day, every day and just consistently follow up. But that's that's what I like about sales, man. Like That's what I fell in love with about the business is mm-hmm. that you don't need higher education, you don't need a leg up, right? Mm -hmm. All that stuff can help, but you can literally show up in New York City or any city, pay a couple hundred bucks, get your real estate license, and like hit the streets, and you can make money, be successful, increase your lifestyle, get a better apartment. Like me, move out of a 200 square foot space in Koreatown where I was sharing a bathroom with 17 people. Wow. and that was it's that like was my hostel. incentive. Like my yeah. back was up against a wall, and it was either go home to literally. Colorado. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was like go home to Colorado and and paint fence for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. um, which is fine for some people, or figure it out and make it work in New York City. And it was kind of do or die. It sounds super dramatic, but it was for me. It was. All right, we have more with Ryan Serhan. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, Good morning everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have Ryan Serhan from Million Dollar Listing in the building. Yee. How can you tell when a realtor is BSing you? Because when I was looking for a home in Brooklyn, which is very competitive, they would tell you, well, we have a whole bunch of different offers. We have three other offers on the table. If you want to get this house, you have to put in this offer now, and it has to be at this amount above the asking price. How do you know when it's time to call their bluff or not? It's just poker, right? It's, It's knowing kind of who wants it more. And you have to remember, the person in the relationship who has all the power is the one who cares the least, whether it's sales or whether it's mm-hmm. dating. You know, the one who cares the least is the one who's going to hold all that power. So if you like the apartment you're looking at or the home, but you don't love it, then you're the one who's got all the power because that broker wants that deal more than you do, right? right? That owner wants that deal more than you do, whether they're renting it to you or you're trying to buy it from them. Well, so flip, that, well flip what you said. You, now, how do you know when people come in and they actually can afford the place or they're not just BSing and looking for it's hard. interior designs, yeah, you know, because yeah. I know a lot of people must look at apartments just, just to get ideas for their house. Yeah, especially in New York, man. Or what we get a lot is we get people who do that, but we also get people who like show up with their girl and they just, they want to look cool. So they'll come through, especially on the big listings. Like right. if we have a $20 million listing, we'll get a guy who will reach out and be like, I'm not Googleable, but I can close cash in one day. Can I come through tomorrow? And sometimes you don't know. Like some of my biggest clients have been people that you literally would think like live on the street who have no money, but they just don't care. And they have more money than anyone. So should Why you would you never bring go- your girl to look at a house you can't afford? Because you don't her? tell her you can't afford. You, you met her the night before, right. man. You're trying to impress her. And you're like, I was, I was thinking about buying this. And then you get in your Uber, right? But you do the black car Uber so you look cool. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a waste of my <laughs> what time. What if she really likes the house, though? Like, <laughs> and she's like, I want this. They're not married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're I guess it's not going to work out. He's going to be like, oh, I don't really like, you know what I don't like about this one? I don't like the street that it's on. Yeah. And they'll just make something up. Now, is it always a good idea to go in there? And if you love a place, act like you don't love it because you said, the person who cares the least has the most power. Yeah. I mean, listen, you, listen, in, in sales, everybody has their poker face on. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you. If you really love it, you can be open about it mm-hmm. and try to get a deal done that way and just say you can move quickly or you just walk through like it and then talk about feedback afterwards. Right? It's going to help your ability to negotiate that much more because if they know you love it and they see blood in your eyes, then they're going to know that your low ball after, afterwards isn't, isn't going to be real. You know, unless you really just can't afford it. Like for me, when I negotiate with people, there's, there's two ways you negotiate, right? You negotiate with their wallet or you negotiate with their feelings. 
And it's hard to negotiate with someone's wallet. Like, mm. I can't change how much money you have in right. your pocket, but I can negotiate with your feelings all day long. I can, make you, I can make you love something. I can mm-hmm. turn a want right into a need, so you need to have it. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very manipulative, but hard nonetheless. Yeah, it's sales, yeah. right? It's the same thing. Like, I've been sold shoes that I don't want. That's you know, a real you know, um, our, they say the economy <clears throat> is going to yeah. hit another recession soon. Yeah. So what advice would you give, like, potential homeowners and investors to take advantage of, of that? And is that true? <laughs> Uh, listen, I mean, I can't predict the future. The, the market right now is pretty tough, you know, in New York mm-hmm. and in the rest of the country. But it's it's tough in the sense that it's pro-buyer. Like, it's a buyer's market. Right. We're doing, like, we did a $40 million deal the other day uh, and did it for 29 Like, that's $29 million is still a lot of money, mm-hmm. but that's $11 million off the asking price. So like, listen, like, asking prices I don't really believe in, you know, unless it's really, really cheap and you know it's a good asking price. But I, I don't necessarily think that a recession is coming. How important is social media for Super what important. you do? Change everything. We sold a, a house. The listing price was $15 million in Chelsea. Um, and the buyer came through YouTube. I did a property video for it on YouTube, like mm. this cool thing. It's on there right now if you go to my YouTube page. Um, and a buyer was looking on the east side of Manhattan and didn't want to be on the west side, right? Like someone who just wants east side. Mm-hmm. And her daughter uh, follows me on YouTube, saw the video of the house, sent it to her mom and said, this house looks pretty cool. And the mom was like, nah, I don't, I don't want to be on the west side. It's terrible. And the daughter said, but it looks really, really cool. It's exactly what you're looking for. And what you're looking for, you can't find. And they came through and they bought it for $13 million. Wow. Right through YouTube, and that happens on four hundred thousand dollar homes, and it happens obviously on really really big ones. But people find information now so much through YouTube, through Instagram, through Facebook, because it's what they're on all day long. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I have to advertise and market our properties on the platforms that people are actually using, especially where their kids are using it. Now, for people that's trying to be an agent, what would you suggest? Because I, I was taking my daughter, I was telling them, I took my daughter to um, a little college tour. Yeah, and most colleges. They don't have classes on real estate. Right. They yeah, don't no, have I know. anything. So how would somebody who wants to get in the business, how could they possibly learn? Most colleges don't have classes on how to make money. Like, I was a, I was an English literature and theater double major at a English liberal major. arts school. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I know how to speak English now and I yeah. could write it. You're really good at it. You know, so, to read and yeah, exactly. graduate. Um, but you want to get your real estate license, you know, and you click or you go to, you know, the real estate institute or the school. And then you want to join a team. Like, I tell everybody that. Like, I actually made the mistake. I got super lucky, mm-hmm. obviously. But I sat there at a computer by myself posting ads on Craigslist when I started. And that's where most people then don't know what to do because there's there's no boss in real estate. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no one hounding you or telling you what to do or saying you got to go meet this many people. Um, but if you're on a team, then you can learn, right? You can gotcha. listen. You might make less money, but you got to treat the first three years in any business, mm-hmm. not just real estate. Those first three years are grad school. Like, even if you're not going to grad school, but you're getting into some business, those first three years, be prepared to, like, not make money. Be prepared to just get by, but soak up as much information as you can. Like, really, really, really learn. Do all the grunt work. And then three years in one day, you'll be so far ahead of everybody else who just did it for the money that you'll be that much more successful. Where did you perfect your negotiating skills? Um, I, I, like, dude, just trial and error, you know? Just trial and error. And then writing things down. Mm-hmm. Like in my notes app on my phone and notebook, like anytime I would negotiate and it would work, I'd write down how I did it um, and then go back to it because people negotiate the same way all the time, yeah. you know? And then I wrote a whole book about it yep. called Sell Like Sir Hand. That's all literally just sell how like to sell, sell like it like Sir Hand. That's my last name. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just all about how to sell and how to negotiate. Do you take no for an answer? 
Uh, not really. People say no all the time because they, they don't like committing to things. Mm -hmm. But I'll ask a question a thousand times in different ways. How'd that and work for you when you was younger trying to get late? Yeah, it didn't really. Um, <laughs> it took me a while, you know, but uh, I, I don't know if I would use it there. I think if a girl says no, you should Let take that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Just but I think... Just yeah. testing you out. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little trick that. questions. See, yeah, you know yeah. see, see, see if you're going to fall for that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> I did for a second. I was like, wait a minute. What is this question? What is this question? Yeah. But in sales, if someone says, no, they don't want to buy that, it means they do want to buy it. They just want somewhat of a better deal. They want you to pay attention to them more. Like, everyone's got their reasons. Well, we appreciate you for joining us and stopping by. Thanks, chatting. guys. Thanks for having me. Now, when does the show come on? When can people see it? Um, uh, sell like Sirhan. I don't have the air date. Million Dollar Listing comes Ooh, back sometimes this. Sometimes this. Uh, <laughs> Million Dollar Listing comes back season eight sometime this summer. Um, I do a vlog on YouTube that is that I love doing, and that comes out new episode every Wednesday night. You can follow me on social at Ryan Sirhan everywhere. And if you want to sell or buy something, email me Ryan at RyanSirhan.com. Plug for my business. What's up? There you go. It's Ryan Sirhan. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Bust down, Tatiana. I really, really, really would pay to see the faces of the kids in the car with their mamas when their mama turns this song up and say, oh, this is my giant. And start doing a little twerk while they're driving on the way to school. My goodness. I, Morning, I, I everybody. Steve, JMV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Shout out to Ryan Sirhan for joining us as well. You know, I'm a huge million-dollar listing fan. I love everything that has to do with real estate and properties and invested and all that good None stuff. None of that stuff is a million dollars, though. <laughs> None of that stuff is a million dollars. Million dollar listing. listings. Nah, it's dream homes. They have some, like, $100 million homes. It's stuff to look, you know, right. to inspire. Right, million dollars. <laughs> nah, nothing million at all. million dollar house. What the hell is in that? <laughs> everything. Everything. I can imagine. Helicopter pads. They have all types of houses Starbucks, on there. Starbucks, a Target. A Chick-fil-A that's open on Sunday for $100 million <laughs> Sundays. Okay. Well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about an apology. Find out who is apologizing to his ex-girlfriend and trying to get another chance publicly. Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. His little baby gonna drip too hard. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk a boogie. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. All right, well, A Boogie looks like he's going through it relationship-wise. Music career is doing great, but relationships not so good right now. Now, just not uh, a few weeks ago, he put on social media, he wasn't able to see his daughter. He said, I miss Melody OD right now. Seems like everything is trying to stop me from seeing her. Don't want to talk to nobody but her right now. Now, his ex-girlfriend, Ella, says that she's not keeping him from doing anything. She said, I don't know why this boy posts an ish like I don't let him see his child. It's not my fault. You wait till I catch you cheating to finally let us go come on tour. And now it's just bring Melody knowing I don't want to come anymore. This man trying to switch ish on me and involve my child. So I guess she didn't feel like going on the tour and bringing the baby because she caught him cheating. Right. Well, he has now posted on social media, SMH, it really takes losing what you have to love and appreciate what you had. I hate to be the type to regret things, but I effed up like crazy with you and I regret every little mistake, even though it made me open my eyes and realize what really matters to me. I love you, no matter what, and I will never disrespect you in any type of way ever again, whether you accept me after all I've done or not. You are everything a man can ask for and gave me a beautiful family to love, prosper, and cherish. I was never an outspoken person with anyone but you, my best friend. I can't even imagine starting over, SMH. I want you more than ever right now, but I truly understand if I'm not forgiven. You will always be my best friend, 
and true love at heart. Drop on the clues bonds for A Boogie there for expressing go. his feelings. How old is A Boogie? Like 19, 20? No. 21? He's like 21 or something I think like he's that. 23. First oh, 23? He's, he's, he's not going through nothing no man has never gone through, okay? We, we mm-hmm. F up all the time, especially when you young and you live and you learn. But you know what? It seemed like he figured it out early. He'll be a much better man. That's right. Once he gets his boo back, and they got a <laughs> child together too. Yeah, look at Taylor's face on the back. She looking like oh please, Taylor's <laughs> single and a hater. Oh, my goodness, he messed up. He's he's apologizing. Yes. He's trying to get his, you live and you his, learn. his girl back. But yep. now it's the ball's in her court. She can choose to take him back, or she can choose not to. She can say I've had enough, or she can say maybe he'll Correct. really change. It's up to her. But take your time. Well, the thing is, they got a child together, so they're connected in a much different way. Mm-hmm. Right. He says no matter what, he'll always look at her as his best friend. But that doesn't mean they have to be together Mm-mm. if she's over it. So that's sure the danger of cheating is that your girl can decide <clears throat> to leave you. Yeah, that's true. And that's mm-hmm. her decision. And if and it's her decision if she decides to take him back and yeah, nobody should her judge decision, her for that. Either way, that's whatever right. she wants to do. All right, now Beyonce has put out the trailer for her homecoming Netflix special. That's going to be coming out on April 17th. I know y'all are excited for it. And the trailer has Maya Angelou speaking. What I really want to do is be a representative of my race of the human race. I have a chance to show how kind we can be. I have a chance to teach and and to love and to laugh. I know that when I finish doing what I'm sent here to do, I will be called home. And I will go home without any fear, trepidation, some wondering what's gonna happen. What advice would you have to give this generation? Tell the truth to yourself first and to the children. It's been a long time since Beyonce hasn't surprised us. I'm so used to her just sneaking up behind us and going, boo. Well, I'm sure Netflix wanted to do as much promo yeah, as promote possible. promote this a little bit, And yeah. Coachella is happening. It's two weekends in a row, so this is going to come out in between that. So it's going to be candid footage, interviews, talking about the preparation mm-hmm. and intent behind her vision for her performance at Coachella. I still think the best promotion would be word of mouth, though, because when that Beyonce uh, documentary would have dropped on Netflix, social media would have went crazy. Oh, my God! It's a no Beyonce documentary on Netflix! It's still going to go crazy. I mean, yeah, maybe. It should, it'll be fine. It definitely will. I People like, love I, that performance was amazing she and can. so there's going to be Candace stuff you see Blue Ivy doing all the I dances seen. and all yeah, of that we that's can't, we can't fun front, to watch like the element of surprise hasn't worked for Beyonce okay. yeah but she don't, she don't got to do it every time but no, no everybody else don't have to do it all yeah, of y'all be trying to do to. surprise stuff that don't nobody care about all right. Sneaking and, up on the same And by like the way, Beyonce and Jay-Z have been married for 11 years so far. They went to Mexico on a romantic trip. So they had to get a little time together and alone away from work. All right. Now let's talk about Revolt. Are you excited for the Revolt Hip Hop Summit? Well, it's presented by Revolt and AT&T. They're joining forces, and it's actually going to be in Atlanta, July 25th to the 27th, and then in L.A., October 24th to the 26th. So they've moved it out of Miami. This year it's in Atlanta, and then it's going to be in L.A. So uh, I'll definitely be there. Now, Diddy put out a press release. He said, now more than ever, we need to own our culture. At the Revolt Hip Hop Summit, we will empower young people with sessions on the issues they care about, from entrepreneurship and economic empowerment to social justice. Congratulations, Revolt. Yeah, it should have been in Atlanta, I think, a couple of years ago. Atlanta's just a, a huge hub for our culture. Yeah. 
So that'll be a big deal. It'll be interesting to see how everything plays out when it's moved to Atlanta. All right, now Janae Aiko has decided to delay music releases, and that's because of Nipsey. She wanted to go ahead and pay some respect to Nipsey Hussle. She said, out of respect, I'll be postponing the release of the new music I planned on releasing this month until I feel the time is right. I want to take this time to remember and reflect on the life of the legendary Nipsey Hussle. That's interesting that a lot of artists are doing that because truth be told, music is kind of an escape for a lot of people. So in this, like, you know, uh, time of grief, sometimes you want to hear new records to kind of, like, just have an escape for a second. And she's from Cali, too. So, and maybe it's not wanting to promote that right now. Yeah, man, it's hard to talk about something else when this is all that that consumes you, you know? Mm. All right, now, Wendy Williams, uh, she returned to her talk show. and Again? Yeah, Mm. she's back. And she talked about people reacting online to some photos (laughs) that were taken of her at Walmart over the weekend. And she said, basically, I know you guys saw the picture. She's in the cart uh, riding around, and people were saying that she looks frail. She looks bug-eyed in the photos. She was in a sober house, and she had went camping over the weekend with some of the people from her sober living facility. So she was in there, and I guess someone wanted to take a picture. Here's what she described. So I'm taking pictures with people, and then there's some people I'm saying, you know, because, uh, all right, sir, I don't want to necessarily get too close to you, but I don't tell him that. I said, take a picture, and I'll act, I'm going to act like I'm shopping. So go ahead and take the picture. And here's the picture he took. One of the best things about being truthful to yourself and truthful to you is, and having your own show is that I can come and dispel my own rumors. Uh, really? The headline was, Poor Lonely Wendy Needs a Hug. Then it said she looked frail. She was uh, by herself in the Walmart in Elin, New York. Thank you, Elin, New York. And thank you, blogs. I Do I look frail to you? Truthful to yourself, truthful to you, and dispelling your own rumors. So when are we going to get that to you about, about your wife, Kelvin Hunter, and his mistress, Sharina Hudson, a.k.a. Nikki, and their new baby? Would you give, Kevin, a, would you give a, Kevin a hug? No. Now, the real story would have been if Wendy Williams was riding around Walmart shopping for baby clothes and other maternity items. That would have been a story worth addressing. All right. Well, they're saying that Wendy Williams may get divorced, and if that does happen, that divorce could reveal how much he spent on his alleged mistress of 10 years. I've been keeping receipts. I got the calculations right here. What you need? How you know? Yo, you you are so messy, man. You are so damn messy, man. How do you know what he spent? I got the calculations right here. My goodness gracious. You're too involved in this. (laughs) This guy is crazy. He needs a hug, man. (laughs) Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. This guy is messy. Shut up. You done, fam? Charlotte T. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you giving that donkey to? Listen, it's a police officer in Detroit who needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. All right, people. Now, TV One was brave enough to give D.L. Hughley a talk show. And if you haven't seen it, you are totally missing out. If you know D.L., nobody is safe from his jokes or perspective. And I mean nobody. Don't miss the D.L. Hughley Show, weeknights at 11 on TV One. Keep the Breakfast Club humble with Slander the Breakfast Club. Hate me if you want to, love me if you want, but just use your common sense. Me humble. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Slander the Breakfast Club. All right, we have Mike on the line. Mike, what's up? What's up? What's up? It's Mike from 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 Florida. You know, I ain't gonna say where. I just know I'm from Florida. That's my first slander. All right. I'm coming right at Charlemagne. I'm coming at the man whose head looks like the last milk dud at the bottom of the box. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm coming at Charlemagne first, man, with them raccoon. I don't get sleep eyes. That's who I'm coming at first. Then I'm coming at you. I, I, I just can't understand why everybody want to keep calling up and acting like they can really request a damn song. Knowing you go already and got it on pre-play. I got DJs that are friends. You know, y'all do y'all mix early. Come on, Envy. Stop saying call in for a request when you know you ain't going to play a damn thing. You want to hear something? Now, should I make my way all the way around or does Charlamagne got something to say? Because he know his head look like that. Well, I love the fact that you compared me to a milk dud because that means you want to put my head in your mouth. Woo! Y'all getting kinky. You can't just other. hang up on him when I say something like that. I needed to hit a, I need to hit a shock and awe in his voice <laughs> after he hears me say things like that. Envy. My goodness. Okay, let me get that. Cullen. Hey, what's going on? Hey, who you want to slander, bro? I want to slander Miss Angela Yee. Okay. Hey, Angela, I want to tell you that you're very pretty first and you're very smart. However, you giving opinions on movies and shows is null and void until you go see The Lion King. Um, Nobody wants to hear this I anymore. tried to, I put on The Lion King and I fell asleep immediately as soon as it started on the plane. What the hell is wrong with you? But I'm going to go watch the remake. No. You got to see the original nah, first. The original. No, yeah, I'm going to watch the remake first. I don't think nobody should be able to see the remake if they've never seen the original. Hey, I agree with you're you. You're not slandering me. This is let Cullen slander me. Thank you, Cullen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jolanda! Oh, hi! I got through! Finally, this is my third time. They hang up on me every time I call. <laughs> you better talk fast. Okay, but, DJ Envy, I'm calling to slander you. You're so sensitive. You have to stop being sensitive. Charlamagne always says you're a sensitive, beige-colored Negro. Stop being wow. so sensitive. That sounded awful. Okay? You hurt my feelings I right now. I'm sorry, DJ Envy. And also, I want to shout out my LinkedIn page because... <laughs> no, hell no. Hell oh, no. oh, here hell comes the sensitivity. No, hell no. Wow, that's so sensitive. She can't shout out her LinkedIn. Oh, Tweet you... me. I'll retweet it for you, Jolanda. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, what's your name, mama? Angela. Hey, Angela. That's almost like Angela Yee. That's how people always mess up my name. Angela Yee. No, I don't, I don't play that. I don't play that. It's four syllables. Angela yeah, that's it. It's like Angela Yee. Okay, Angela Yee, uh, whatever. <laughs> now, who you want to slander? Uh, Charlamagne. Hi. Charlamagne, he be acting like an auntie, man. Like a old, <laughs> not even old, like like in their mid-40s. You know what I'm saying? Somebody still got their sex drive nasty. Always got something nasty to say with like little mustache. Just <laughs> little mustache. Always starting stuff with a dust around. Smell like glovers of bang grease or something. Just always start stuff like stop, smoke a cigarette. Okay, he be looking like an auntie sometimes so, too. I, FYI, I, 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 I can't, I, I can't smoke no cigarettes till you run to the store and get your auntie a pack. Now, bring me back my Newport <laughs> shorts, okay? And he got them auntie hips, okay? <laughs> Man, listen, like straight, he got the gestures and everything. No, like you gotta watch him. He be sitting over there making those faces with his hands. Watch his hands. He be doing little stuff. Very judgmental. All right. All right. Very you, judgmental mama. auntie status. All right. Thank you. All right. Slander the Breakfast Club. 800-585-1051. If you want to slander the Breakfast Club, hit us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Keep the Breakfast Club humble with Slander the Breakfast Club. What is you talk? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Slander The Breakfast Club, 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Yo. Yo, what's up, man? You want to Slander The Breakfast Club? Yeah, I got to Slander uh, NV. Go ahead, brother. 
So so Envy got me blocked on Instagram because I made a comment. Yeah, I made a comment that that he he thinks his money takes him away from the black family after the Umar interview and came back to the page and that joint was all white. So Envy, you played yourself, man. You blocked me just because I had an opinion. I can't see your cars no more. I got to go on 50 pages just to see your cars. I'm hurt. I'm sorry, brother. You should have you thought smarter. What a, the decision you made, you, you know got sen- You know Envy's sensitive. <laughs> you got you to gotta live with that decision now, brother. I'm sorry, well, brother. Well, well I'm, I'm not asking you to unblock I wasn't going to do that I'm, anyway, I'm brother. My decision. I'm, I'm definitely good with this decision. I'm just saying you kind of played yourself with, with, with blocking me. That's an auto L. When you block a man for his opinion like that, it's uh, an auto L. Well, keep, all you got to do, keep my going brother. Keep page, bro. Make it, another page. It, it's just, <laughs> just get somebody to steal one of his cars. No, That'll make y'all leave. <laughs> By the way, you're allowed to block whoever you want to block on your Page, there trust me, I know. Trey, <laughs> yo, what's up? Hey, Trey, go ahead, man. Who you, who you want to slander, bro? Man, I'm here to slander Angela Yee. Okay. Why you want to slander Yee? We can talk about DJ Heavy and Charlamagne all day, but Yee, I'm here to, I'm here to, <laughs> I'm here to slander you about this. Hey, fam. Yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> nah, nah, cause I know where it's all from. We all, we all know you don't drink that stuff. Your skin is too clear. You make too much money. You probably drink nothing but. Listen, I believe in balance in life. I do drink liquor. I do drink things and eat things sometimes that aren't great for me. I just do it in moderation. It's a balance. She drinks soda and she drinks juice and she doesn't. I, be- she I don't drink liquor. soda a lot, but I do feel like if every now and then I want a sip of some soda or a sip of some tequila. Listen, I also I also promoted Hennessy and Douce. I'm not, you know, that's not necessarily. Well, hey, that's for the culture, though. That's oh, so that's okay. Oh, you okay man. with that? Hello? Hey, what's going on? What's your name, bro? MV47. What's up, man? What's your name, bro? MV47. What's up, bro? What's your name, bro? <laughs> <laughs> it's not yours. All right, man. Who you want to slander, man? Uh, now, I'm going to slander three of y'all real quick, though. You know, uh, y'all the Breakfast Club, right? Right. No. Yeah, yeah, y'all, 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 never, y'all never offering to give our breakfast to the community. Boo, <laughs> man, this slander is so weak this morning. That's all y'all got. They must be screening these calls. They got to be screening these calls. Ain't no way in hell. I'm trying to make y'all happy, man. I don't want to be happy. <laughs> I thought you did. All right, let's go to one more. You said you've been depressed too long and you want to be happy. Yeah, but this is slander the breakfast club. I want to hear some harsh truth. Alfredo. This ain't no oh, Alfredo hung up. Weak. Kim, good morning, Kim. Yo, Envy, what's poppin', son? I want to slander you first because you married to a Jamaican and you don't play no reggae. You don't play no reggae mix no more. That's right. All right, let me tell you why. Uh oh. I'm going to be honest with you. No, no, no. I want to hear some reggae. I want to hear some soca. I want to hear some calypso. It was syndicated in 90 markets, and they be saying that people in the South don't like reggae music. That's what they tell me. Every time I play reggae music, I I, I, I want to hear some reggae. I said the same thing. I'm slandering you, too, because you ain't played that Spice interview. It's up on YouTube. It was mad funny, yo. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister sitting here, we watch it on YouTube, and y'all ain't even played it on air. We didn't play the Spice interview We definitely should have. We definitely should have. I'm you know, not going to lie. More, 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 interview, more interview from Spice. No. Yeah, interview from Spice. I will say yeah, that. And then stop act like I see it, Jamaican, because you're married to Kia. I run some radio on the radio. I will say that we... um. <laughs> We have a lot of content, and a lot of times when we have a lot of content, we do choose to put the wrong stuff on there. Stuff and my wife Jamaican, so me a Jamaican too. It was full of content, man. It was full of content, especially when she said they say a mix up, mix up with the color. 
Definitely should have played that spice. I don't even know what you just said, but I will have a no, jerk I chicken and curry you, goat combo, you please. Your color was pot. You told me your color was pitch pot. I, I'll take an oxtail and curry goat combo with rice and beans. Hold the plantains, please. No, no, my sister cooks too, so the next time y'all here in Florida, just call me or link up. Simmer Down Kitchen. My sister will feed all of y'all. All that Jamaican food y'all want to eat. Simmer, Simmer down, down Kitchen? kitchen. Okay. Simmer Down Kitchen. What part, of, what, part, what part of Florida is that? Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We like 30 minutes outside of Miami. And Envy, I know you got that. Yo, Charlamagne, I'm a barber. I can give you a nice little baldy. Okay. Charlamagne, I give you a nice Caesar um, Envy. My bad. I give you a nice Caesar too, Envy. Kimpin Cut. Envy got his hairline back. Cuts. He knows just let anybody I cut his hair. K-I-M-P is my name and my last name all together. Kimpin Cut. He said, Poom Poom Cuts. I was like, Poom Poom no, Cuts. No, not Poom Cuts. Oh, yeah, come to, oh, yeah, curse on the, on the radio. No. Poom Poom Cuts. Well, I'm two in the dog. Poom Poom Cuts and <laughs> boy car wash. Uh, no. That's what that is? You cannot say, you cannot really say that. They really got bad 10, 12 years straight. I love when y'all went to Jamaica with Wax. Charlamagne, I'm hooked on your, pad, on your podcast. That's all I listen to while I'm working. Thank you, baby. Good work, y'all. I can't lie. A lot of mercy. All right. Big up yourself. Big up yourself. Good looking, y'all. Pimping all the way. Y'all, if y'all need a haircut, hit me up, especially if y'all in Florida. <laughs> all right. The cameraman was like, damn, Jamaica's really got mad jobs. Goodness gracious. She got a restaurant, a barbershop. <laughs> car wash. Car wash. <laughs> car service. Goodness gracious. A lawn service. Boom, boom, cuts. That's what she said, isn't it? I don't know. All right. Slam to the breakfast club. 805-85-1051. week today. It was horrible. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes. Let's talk about Cardi B. Find out why she is not going to wear any panties because she's celebrating. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. What's happening Tuesday? Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Lil Nas X. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So Lil Nas X, his song Old Town Road, which we love up here. If y'all don't know the song, here it is. Gonna take my horse to the Old Town Road. I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black, got the boosters black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your horse. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now. Can't nobody feel me. That song went from number 15 to number one. So congratulations to Little Nas X. Congrats After getting kicked off to the country charts because they said it wasn't country enough, then Billy Ray Cyrus hopped on the remix last week. Then Will Smith even tweeted out, y'all call me when you're ready to shoot the video. Now his song is number one. He posted just the beginning. Well, all that press helps because people start Absolutely. to go scream the record to see what everybody's talking about. But yep. I'm going to tell you something, man. I hate his name. Like, you can't be Little Nas and X. We got to retire certain names in the culture depending on the status of the person. Shouldn't be any more Nas's. That name should be in the rafters. Mm-hmm. And shouldn't be any more X's because of DMX. That should be in the rafters, too. That's just my opinion. I agree. I agree with you. I don't know the story behind his name. So I'm not sure what that is. His, 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 his name, name might be Nasir. If his, his name, name is not Nasir, Nasir Xavier. Might be Nasir. If his name is Nasir Xavier, he may get a pass. <laughs> that might be yeah, his name. Yeah, we got to know the history. Okay. <laughs> All right, now congratulations to Cardi B. She's celebrating one year of invasion of privacy. She said, I'm not going to wear no panties today. Also, her album has gone uh 
plat- triple platinum. Yo. So congratulations to Cardi, man. Michael Kaiser, Julie Greenwald, Brooklyn Johnny. Still ain't got my Invasion of Privacy plaque, okay? I got the Bodak Yellow single, but I need mm-hmm. the Invasion of Privacy plaque. Please, thank you. Yeah, so that's really dope. So congratulations to Cardi. Yeah, shout out to Cardi. All right, Boosie Badass. He's upset about getting bad press. Now, there was this news report because he was on his way to Little Rock, Arkansas, and a local news station wanted to warn people. Police confirm officers are monitoring a concert set for this weekend, and we are learning the artist has a history of violence at or near his concerts. Boozy is set to perform Saturday at Club Empire off Roosevelt. As a shooting in California, it's one of at least five shootings or shots fired incidents we found since 2017 that have happened at or near his concert. I hate that. I think well, that's so whack. He posted, because he hates it too, SMH, y'all doing the most. This is disrespectful and Fs with my money, so you effing with my family. F y'all, I wasn't at not one of those venues when anything went down, reporters. And my name is Boosie, not Boozy, bitch. I, I thought Boosie was in jail. Well, hold on. This, I'm getting it's to more. that. Wait, 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 it gets this, worse. Yeah, hold on, because this happened a couple <coughs> days ago. He was upset mm-hmm. that they were doing this, and he also went on to say, and his fat white ass had to say I was found not guilty of first-degree murder at the end. Sad. All right. Well, unfortunately, I love he those did... use of adjectives, by the way. Fat white ass. <laughs> <laughs> he did end up getting arrested. Now, him, along with Antonio Allen and a former NFL player, uh, they are. He's a former New York Jets defensive back. They're currently being held, each facing mar- marijuana and narcotics possession charges, plus another charge for possession of a firearm. They were stopped by police yesterday afternoon after an officer observed that they were swerving lanes and nearly sideswiped another vehicle. They said Boosie was driving the car, which uh, reeked of marijuana. And you know what's bad about that? Those news reporters will be like, see? Hey, ain't got nothing you. to do with nothing. All right, but, but that don't have nothing to do with nothing, though. That's a whole separate incident. All right, now let's Kinda right, though. now let's discuss Felicity <laughs> Huffman. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Just a tad bit, right? I Felicity Huffman and Lori Lachlan. Now they both had to go to Boston last week to present themselves in federal court. This is all because of them paying to get their kids into certain universities. Now Felicity is actually taking some kind of deal. She's pleading guilty, and she also has released a statement. She said, I am pleading guilty to the charge brought against me by the United States Attorney's Office. I'm in full acceptance of my guilt, and with deep regret and shame over what I have done, I accept full responsibility for my actions and will accept the consequences that stem from those actions. I'm ashamed of the pain I've caused my daughter, my family, my friends, my colleagues, and the educational community. She goes on to say, my daughter knew absolutely nothing about my actions, and in my misguided and profound profoundly wrong way I have betrayed her hey it's a white collar crime you know what I'm saying I have yes. no problem seeing her do a little jail time for that is that her first offense uh, yeah and she paid 15,000 Lori Lachlan's facing a lot more because allegedly it was 500,000 yeah. so I think it's the amount of money that was spent you can pay somebody well. to do your child's homework but you can't pay somebody to do your jail time nope all right. Um, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Oh, FYI, Little Nas's ex real name is Montero. Yes, that's nothing Montero to do with Montero Lamar Hill. Yeah, nothing so to do with I stand Nazir. on what I said. Uh, the name Nas needs to be retired. That should be in the rafters because Nasir Jones has had such a stellar career, and X should be in the rafters too because DMX has had a stellar career. And yeah, maybe his mom and dad listen to Nas and X all the time, so he was influenced by him. That's your nickname. I just don't think that if you take a rap name, you can't take the moniker of I'm somebody who's been super, super successful. I'm with you. No little Nas X's. Please. Well, I'd love to hear what he has to say about it. And I how don't he really came care what his young 20-year-old ass got to well, say. He might have, he might, let, him, let him talk. Yeah, I would, I would, I would love to hear what he has to say. Congratulations to him for having his debut song at number one. Yes. I'm just saying, I don't want to hear what he got to say about After Nas and DMX. After all that DMX. drama. Nas all right. and DMX got albums older than him. 
Hey, fam, I tried the new flavors of Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, you heard that right. And I have to tell you, it's a great combination of Coke, orange, and vanilla flavor. Is it? Head to your closest retailer today and try them out. Thank you, fam. I got you. You guys finished? You finished or you done? All right, Revolt, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. And then after that mix, of course, we get the donkey today back on. So don't move. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Ryan Sirhant for joining us this morning. Of course, from... Million uh, Dollar Listing. Million Dollar Listing. Yeah, everybody's saying that he looks photoshopped on the picture that we posted on uh, Breakfast Club page. He looks what? He looks photoshopped. photoshopped Why? Why do they say that? They say he don't look real. They say he don't look like yeah, he's really like supposed to be there. He looks like a perfect wax statue. <laughs> yeah, well, shout out to him, man. Encourage a lot of people to get into uh, real estate. And his story is pretty incredible about how he got started as well. Absolutely, man. So shout out to him for joining us. All right, now, when we come back, we got your positive notes. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, um, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. You got a positive note for the people? Yes, man. My positive note today is all about limitations, okay? Limitations can only be true as long as we believe in them. Believe in yourself instead, and amazing things will happen. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?